Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, and with me here today is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? So this is hopefully going to be a shorter little discussion today. We have just a couple topics to talk through, and then we'll dive into uh, some things that we're playing. Uh, first up, some breaking news today is that Reggie fils from... Nintendo, Nintendo of America, president of Nintendo of America, announced today that he is retiring after 15 years at Nintendo. Uh, he decided to step down to spend more time with his family. And taking over is going to be Doug Bowser, who was the current senior vice president of sales and marketing. He's been there for a couple of years, at least. So, yeah, big news, big news. Feels like it's the end of an era, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. I mean, yeah, whenever people think of like uh, like E3 or Directs, you know, they're always like, oh, what does Reggie have in store for us today, you know? Right. So it's, it's definitely sad to hear, but, you know, good for him because, you know, it takes a lot to step down from something that you've done for so long just to spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and from such a, like, a big company you know what i mean and him being yeah. like the top person there you know um, right you know i don't like to to um get too pro corporation or anything like that but uh nintendo's one of the good ones if there are good ones and reggie's definitely one of the one of the good executives if there are good executives so <laughs> <laughs> so yes yeah, it's a little definitely surprising um, especially since, you know, Nintendo's riding high right now. I can imagine him wanting to go out while he's ahead, you know. Yeah. Doesn't wanna not not that I'm expecting Nintendo to tank in the next year or however long, but you know, definitely he quit on top, basically, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he'll be remembered for his uh meme ability, for his my body is ready line. Um, yes. for coming out what was the quote when he was the first time we ever met him when he came out at E3 and said uh, my name is Reggie uh, what was it I'm about kicking ass and taking names and we're about making games I think is what he said that's funny it was it was amazing so and and I'm thinking of also was it the actual like switch like announcement video or maybe it was like the first you know, one of the first big like U.S. videos they did about it, where he just you know was basically he tied the whole thing together. You know, that could have even just been E3 or last or one of the last E3s. You know, in their direct video, right? And then him at the Game Awards talking about how you know all the Smash characters are gonna be coming out of left field. So definitely, you know, will be missed moment. You know, yeah, he will be missed. And of course, I'm sure that uh. Nintendo is going to lean into the Bowser jokes. Oh yeah, uh, with with Doug Bowser taking over, which is uh, one of the funniest Ironic. coincidences. <laughs> Ironic, yeah. I think it's all kind of Bowser's now on top of Nintendo. Oh no. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny because, um, like, even in Reggie's goodbye video, he says, "You know, and with a name like that, who who else would be better to take over the reins?" Right. And I'm not super familiar with Doug Bowser, but again, he's been there for a while, and obviously everybody likes him. 
So, wishing the best to Reggie as he goes on his next journey and interested to see what the new leadership brings to the table. Yes. That being said, that being said, we have some more news on the Xbox Live coming to Switch. Yes. So this one is more of a rumor right now. Yes. Coming from a couple different sources. I think Game Informer was one of them. Yeah, so I first read about it in Game Informer, and they linked back to Direct Feed Games, which I guess must just be like a YouTube channel. I'm 100% sure if they have. It has 11,000 subscribers. Right. So according to, okay, that's an ad playing in my ears right now. Sorry. Um, so yeah, according, I've never heard of Direct Feed Games. Uh, according to Informer, they apparently have a, a strong track record for these rumors turning out to be true. Direct Feed claimed to have multiple sources telling them this information, and then Game Informer, in their write-up of it, said that their own sources seemed to confirm it as well. Uh, But basically, the rumored Nintendo-Microsoft collaboration uh, might sounds like it's turning into Microsoft wanting to specifically bring Game Pass to the Switch and bring their streaming platform to Switch. Project Cloud X, I think it was called? Uh, X-Cloud. X-Cloud, X-Cloud, yeah. X-Cloud. So, that's as someone who does not have Game Pass, that's interesting to me. You know? And as someone who does have, have Game Pass, how do Sounds you... Sounds awesome. <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, yeah. The one thing that in the video that you had shared with me by direct feed, mm-hmm. um, it, basically what it was saying is like certain Xbox exclusives would be available on Switch, such as Ori in the Blind Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game is super cool. Is it okay? Um, I've wanted to play it, but again, I don't have any Xbox stuff. <laughs> and now you might be able to yeah, with be able the to. fact that it's it might be coming to Switch, which is super cool. And basically, what Xbox and Microsoft has been saying is that they want to, you know, give access to all these games on multiple platforms instead of just being, you know, Xbox only. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings up a couple interesting points because that could potentially mean that like Gears and Halo might be able to be played on Switch right? through the streaming service, which is super cool in all honesty. Like I've never thought I wanted that, but uh, I think it might be cool to play Gears on Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Halo one's not that big a deal because the new one's coming on PC anyways. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited because I have Game Pass and there's literally like, hundreds of games on there right like i've downloaded all the banjo kazooie games and i've been playing those <laughs> um that's great so i'm excited this i hope i hope it's true i really do right i mean it's it sounds like some version of this has to be true since we've been hearing you know so many different versions of xbox doing something on switch you know so right. i guess the bigger question is when is what is it and when are they going to announce it you know um i think it's definitely going to be a big deal because i mean first of all um we already know that nintendo has been messing around with the streaming of games to that the switch is not necessarily powerful enough to run on its own. In Japan, you can stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey 
um, Resident Evil 7. Uh, I'm sure some other games, those are the two big ones that I saw advertised the most. You know, you can stream those to your Switch because the Switch can't, you know, run them itself because this doesn't really have the horsepower for it, but they figured out a way to stream it. Apparently those have done pretty well for the fact that, you know, they're sort of a different way of playing your game. That kind of thing, people have said, wouldn't really work outside of Japan because Japan has such a different kind of internet infrastructure compared to what we have. So I'm interested to see Microsoft is trying this xCloud thing no matter what, you know? So to see them be like, we don't need to make this proprietary, we can put this everywhere, I think is a good thing for people in general, you know? The right. fact that they might also give you Game Pass access right. with it is an even you know better thing. So a couple, a couple points about the streaming thing. Um, I have two scenarios. Mm-hmm. One, I used to work with someone who actually streamed Red Dead Redemption 2 to their phone from their PlayStation. Really? Okay. And it worked and it ran perfectly fine hmm. on, on his iPhone. Um, it was really cool. It just it, his PlayStation was on at home and he just set it up and boom, he was playing it at work on break. Um, the other scenario is my friend who which this is going to tie into our our next topic. Um he just recently got Jump Force and he streams it to his downstairs computer so that mm-hmm. way we can play uh, co-op on controller down in the basement so that okay. we're not up in the living room with his parents and stuff like that so that way we're not loud. Right. Um, and he does that. Well, we're also trying to, he's also trying to get an NVIDIA shield, which is basically like a way to stream it. But right, right now he's just using the software that connects to their, their infrastructure of their house. So, I definitely could see it working on the switch if it's done correctly. And I think it would definitely be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd like to see it happen. You know, the, um, the thing you mentioned about streaming your PlayStation, I actually always forget that you can do this cause you can do that with a Vita. So I don't know if your friend somehow figured out a way to like run that kind of code on his phone. That's kind of cool. But like I've, I've tried it a couple times in different places, but it's kind of finicky because again, you're sort of at the mercy of, the kind of connection you can get. Um, so I'd like to definitely see somebody figure it out in a way that doesn't require me to have to really, you know, hack anything, you know what I mean, to, to do it. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think it's also interesting that Microsoft is trying to just push their software because, like, if you think about it, like, Microsoft's biggest thing is software. You know, they... They make most of their money from Windows right. just because it is in, like installs on computers all over the world, but like they're not pushing the hardware in that area, you know? So I think it's kind of interesting that they're sort of now finally coming around to realize like, oh yeah, maybe we could make a lot of money in the gaming sector too by pushing the software over the hardware, you know? Not that I expect them to not come out with an Xbox to the <laughs> uh, yeah. next console cycle, you know. I'm sure they'll still do something, but uh, I think it's interesting to see them really being the ones to to push putting software everywhere because, again, because it just makes sense. I mean, it makes sense for everybody to do that, you know. Obviously, platform innovation is important, and we wouldn't even have a Switch if Nintendo had just been like, you know what, we'll just do software from now on. You know, but there is a benefit to Microsoft saying, 
not everybody has an Xbox. Why don't we figure out a way to let them play X, pay for Xbox games, you know, without having to have one, you know, I'm sure that also yeah, the fact absolutely. that, that, Microsoft has never really been able to establish a foothold in Japan the same way they do over here. I'm sure that has something to do with it too, you know, because like there's zero, a zero percent chance that Sony would be like, yeah, of course we'll work with you. You know what I mean? Like they're, oh, yeah. they're not doing anything. So, so it just makes sense for them to be like, well, let's go to Nintendo so that we can get people in Japan to play our games. Yeah. Well, you know, Sony also just says, screw you to everyone. So yeah, it's going to be, which I think is going to be their downfall. So yeah, I think it's definitely starting to get interesting as you can see, you know, the gears turning and you can see the, you know, platform holders figuring out, okay, how do we position ourselves for the next round? You know, um, yeah. Sony seems to think that it's locking people into the Sony brand, you know, where, whereas Nintendo is kind of in this weird position because like the switch is still new. So even if like a PS five came out tomorrow, like it's not going to eclipse the switch because the switch is still this brand new thing. And everybody you know? still loves it and is like falling right. in love with it. Like it my like friends just like a... got, my friends just got switches for Christmas yeah. and yeah, they're like, I love it. Like it's great. Yeah. yeah. Generations in a way. You know, so we're we're in an interesting spot, you know. I definitely want to see what comes out of this, because literally just today I was thinking like, I was thinking about Game Pass and how it is like such a good deal for what you get, you know. And I'm thinking like, should I try to just pick up a really cheap Xbox One and, you know, try to get? Yes. But, <laughs> we'll see. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not, not anytime soon, I don't think. Uh, just it's it's a money thing. Sorry, I'm not a That's okay. Xbox fans. Not that I have anything against Xbox. And uh, now that they're releasing Final Fantasy games and Kingdom Hearts games on it, there's a less less of a barrier. Um, exactly. But <laughs> that was really my big thing. Uh, but yeah, definitely putting it on Switch would help out a lot, I think. Yes. So cool. Definitely want to see where that goes. Um, you mentioned Jump Force. Yes. Would you like to talk about Jump Force? I would love to. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there were I, I did a little research and like since it's only in Japanese and it's subbed um, I figured a lot of people wouldn't like that because um, right. like there there are as anime fans you know it's, you're very either one way or the other you're dubbed or subbed and 90% of the time the people that watch dubbed they get made fun of by the people that watch sub because they think right. they're more hardcore or whatever Um but it's actually really interesting to like see all of the the character dynamics between certain characters and stuff. Um, I didn't get to play any of the story just cause it is, you know, my friends, like I said, I didn't pick it up personally. Right. Um, he actually, I was talking to him right before we got on here. He just beat the final boss in the campaign. Okay. <laughs> um, and he said it was really cool and he really loved the character dynamics throughout the whole story. Um, he did say it was a little boring at the beginning, but that, as most anime are it usually starts out pretty slow right um so that kind of makes sense for the tempo of the game as well um online is super fun there's a ranked system i was wrecking some kids playing <laughs> um oh, be nice <laughs> no it was it was fun they just want to be fun. uh i also dad. got wrecked i also got wrecked a lot so you know i'm i'm probably mid-tier i'm, okay. I'm not very good but i'm also not terrible 
Um, but a lot of the characters are really fun to play. So I, I'm thinking about picking it up when I get the chance. Um, probably on PC, so that way I can play against my friend. But, you know, mm-hmm. super cool. Cool. Yeah, the, uh, the thing about, you said, anime being slow. I remember there was this one time I was watching this anime and a friend of mine was like, oh, how is it? And I said, well, you know, like the first three episodes were kind of slow. And then I think it's starting to get interesting, but I don't really know what's going on. And he was like, yeah, you just described every anime ever. <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of, that's funny that, that, uh, I guess that's a good thing to, you know, to anime fans that this, that is basically just anime, the video game. It is. You know? It really is. And that's, what's really cool. Um, one thing that he did say, um, it's not really like a spoiler. It, it kind right. of is, but like a, a bunch of the characters take Deku under their wing and like try to teach him like right, okay. how to be yeah, like this, this anime hero kind of, right? which is super cool. And he always like throws it back to like, oh, All Might would be so disappointed in me and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, so it's really funny, but. It's okay, Deku. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I might, I, I want to try to play it, but um, again, since I, I'm not typically very good at fighting games. I'll probably like try to rent it first and see how I and see how I feel about it. Um, but cool. I'm glad that it's animated video game like it looked like. I'm also super excited to see who they add right? as far as characters because they have said that they're going to add characters within this this like battle pass or whatever they want to call it. Um, Do you know how many characters there are? Right now, uh, uh, I feel like up. there's just like an already an absurd amount. So for them to be like, there, there are, you know? but there are, yeah. Um, hold <laughs> on. It means All Might's going to be showing up. I I don't know. Um, okay, character list, character list. Hold on. Okay. Uh, block. Hold on. My ad block is doing something. Continue with that block. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one. Wait. <laughs> so it, it's just there. It start. It stops at forty, and then there's four custom characters that I don't know if they're playable or not. Okay. But it's it's literally uh, six from One Piece, one from My Hero, six from Naruto, two from Yu Yu Hakusho, four from Hunter x Hunter, four from Bleach, two from Saint Saya, one from Yu-Gi-Oh, six from Dragon Ball, one from Fist of the North Star, one from City Hunter. I've never even heard of that one. Um, mm. Two from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. One from Dragon Quest, Some the adventure of Die. Yeah. yeah, Die. Um, two from Rurouni Kenshin, and one from Black Clover. So I don't know if they're going to yeah. add more. So I don't know. What I'm really surprised of is there's no Full Metal Alchemist, because that's technically Shonen. But is it Shonen Jump? Because that's the whole I don't thing. know. That's what I mean. It, it, I don't know. Uh, well, I can, we live in the future. So I don't think it is, but... No, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's shonen. Shonen Jump. Gotcha. Monthly Shonen. Oh, it was actually published by uh, Square Enix. Interesting. Well, regardless, uh, I don't know if they're going to add more characters from the same shows or if they're going to add different shows. Um, 
I would like to see maybe, please for the love of God, don't add any more One Piece, Naruto, or Dragon Ball. There's already six from each. <laughs> um, I'd be interested to see like maybe maybe one more My Hero character, but at the same right. time, they did just release My Hero One Justice, so I don't know if they're actually going to, um, right? Because that's like their own fighting game. Um, maybe get some cross promotion like, going. Yeah, I'd like to see maybe like uh, Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh, since Yu-Gi's the only one. Right, yeah, I was surprised uh, when you said he's only the one. Yeah. Because he probably fights kind of uniquely. He does, yeah. Um, maybe one more from Black Clover, because um, he's the, Asta's the only one from there. And, and then the there's... new and popular right now. Yeah, yeah, Black Clover's really popular right now. So, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited <laughs> to see where where they take it as far as like i don't there's a bunch of theories like who they think is going to be added but it's kind of all speculation so still either way super cool game super fun um i don't know if i'm gonna buy it or not um probably by next week i'll know (laughs) right okay then we'll follow up and we'll see if i can track down a copy just to give it a try because it does look definitely definitely would recommend it like how I'm, I'm over here saying like, oh, there's too many characters in Jump Force, but then there's like 74 characters in Smash. With, with more yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, cool. Okay, so that's Jump Force. But there was something else that I wanted to, some other game. Oh, so I've been playing a lot more Tetris 99, oh, which I know you think is dumb, but it I think dumb. it's a lot of fun. And uh, still have not won a game yet, but I've been top five a bunch of times because uh, once you get down to the last, like I think I've gotten to the fourth place a couple times. Um, once you're down in the top five, it's craziness, totally craziness. Um, but it's a lot of fun. If you like Tetris, definitely give it a try. Um, I think that they need to add more modes or they need to at least like to change the music or change the background because the music really gets grating after a while and the color scheme can kind of hurt your eyes. But still really rocking that game. So that's a lot of fun. And, and you've also been playing a lot of Fire Emblem, yep. Fire Emblem, right? Yep. So I got back into Fire Emblem Awakening, which I had played a little bit of previously in a past life, and then uh, didn't really get into. But but now I'm like uh, going through this sort of strategy game resurgence, and I got bored of Mario plus Rabbids and decided to pick up Fire Emblem Awakening, and it's similar. They have like the if you ever played like you know Final Fantasy Tactics and things like that. There's yeah. a grid that you use to move your characters around. So like that's sort of the basic idea. Um, and Mario Plus Rabbids, though, I feel like that game is best played with you running around very quickly, making risky decisions, you know, to try to score critical hits against your opponents. Because every time you do a critical hit, you also get like a super effect on your weapon. Right, and, and you and you get bonuses if you can beat this the the stage. I forget what they're called. Um, like under a certain number of turns. Um, Fire Emblem Awakening is pretty much the complete opposite of that, because you, under no circumstances, would you do you ever want to like rush into a battle? Uh, <laughs> definitely play very slowly and very deliberately. I find, like again in Mario, a lot of times you you want to try to, you know, get the drop on your opponent before they have a chance to come and get you, basically. Um, I find in Fire Emblem, what is happening a lot is 
I'll set myself up in a way that will like bait my enemy towards me and have them attack one of my characters first. And then I'll just like surround them and kill them. Because otherwise, like if you send out one person to try to go fight somebody, like they are probably going to die. And in this game, when your characters die, they die for good. And they don't come back ever. Um, There is a casual mode that you can play. Like Fire Emblem Awakening's big thing was that it introduced the ability to have the characters die just for the battle and then they come back at the end of the battle. Um, But I decided that that's not the true authentic experience. So I'm playing in a classic mode. And it is pretty stressful because you'll get through the whole thing. Like there's this one mission I was doing. This is like super early in the game. So it's not even like a spoiler thing. It's like a side mission that I was doing where you have the opportunity to recruit this one kid like onto your team. And I played through like the whole map got down to where the uh, boss was like the last enemy had to fight and for whatever reason I decided to send like my avatar character like the main character um, out first to have him attack just not even thinking clearly and I didn't kill the guy in one hit so then when it was his turn he killed me so like even if I had if I had lost like another character like I could have said like oh I guess I'll be fine but like if your avatar dies like you get a game over no matter what so I was like all right well this was half an hour of my life gone that <laughs> I have to retry this right because uh, the other thing I guess I should have mentioned this probably up front so like when you go to attack your enemy they get to counterattack every time and, and it works the same way if someone attacks you you get a counterattack back so it's kind of interesting like you'll you'll attack and then it goes into this like you so you leave like the grid screen to go to this other screen where like your guys on one side and their guys on the other side and then you attack them and then they attack back so that's the thing that can really screw you if you're not like thinking about that because you know you attack them they get a counterattack, and then if you don't kill them that turn like your character is weak and they are the AI is smart enough to target whoever is most vulnerable, basically. So they will always go after whoever is one hit from death. You know, right. Kill you. So um, I'm as frustrating as it can be sometimes. I'm having a lot of fun because, again, like it's so different from how like I'm used to playing these kind of games. Even like the Final Fantasy Tactics games, which aren't like necessarily as easy as, as Mario Plus Rabbids is. But also, I don't think are as punishing, especially because like if your characters die, you you know have revive spells, and they don't die permanently, with a couple exceptions. You know, so like again, I feel like a lot of strategy games sort of encourage you to go out there and be risky and surround your opponent and do things like that. Where I really, you know, I'm maybe only like a quarter of the way through the game at this point, but I feel like like every time I've tried to not just like. Sorry, someone's dropping on my desk. Um, basically, it's like if you're ever in a situation where you're like, all right, I could do this move or I could just wait a turn and see what my opponent does. Like, always just wait a turn. <laughs> because some, someone's falling under my desk, I'm sorry. Uh, always just wait a turn because you will be in trouble if you try to go out and just fight without really thinking about what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, that's Fire Emblem Awakening. And I'm super, super, super into it now really also loving the um like relationship system which we talked a little bit about when i was talking about the new fire emblem that's coming out which they highlighted that stuff in the like in the direct about it Uh, so like every time 
I think we might talk about this a little bit then, but every time like you have two characters next to each other, they get like support points. I don't know if that's actually the term for it, but like their support level can increase when they like do actions together and stuff like that. Right. So it's kind of fun because then every time every time your support level with a character goes up, you get like a special little cutscene between those two characters where they're they're talking to each other about, you know their lives and their backstories and things like that. And it's a nice way to, to sort of fill out the world, you know, while you're fighting in these really grisly wars at the same time. Right. Um, so that's that. I'm sure that I'm going to be playing it for a while. I have no idea how long the game is. Um, right. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like I'm sort of at like the quarter mark just because of timing, how, how many hours I put into it and also sort of like plot things starting to really pick up, but I'm sure that I'll continue to update everybody as we go through. Um, I have, I also own Fire Emblem Echoes on the 3DS. So maybe I'll play that one as well to talk about. And then of course there's the Switch version coming out in, what was it, July? And we'll have lots yeah. to talk about at that point. I'll be a Fire Emblem Pro by then. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, because well, then I will be able to, you know, stream it and show stuff and I won't look like a well, that'll. That'll be you, because that's not my forte at all. <laughs> I suck at those games, and there's no way one that's punishing is that one uh, that I would be good at. So as much as I love the Fire Emblem characters in Smash, that I'll have to pass it on and just play right. them on that one. If any if any Fire Emblem game I play, is going to be Fire Emblem Warriors. So Yeah, I have that one too. I haven't played it yet, though. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have the 3DS version of that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, part I, of the I, reason... I'm kind of upset because I have Hyrule Warriors on my 3DS and I really wish I had it on my Switch instead because it's just better. But, you know, whatever. Wait for, well, I was going to say wait for a sale, but Nintendo games don't go on sale. So, uh... (laughs) exactly. Although technically, was this one, that was, um, did Nintendo publish that one too? Because it's a Koei Tecmo, I think is the company that made it. I only mentioned that because like uh, Mario plus Rabbids, it's an Ubisoft game. So that one is like constantly on sale, you know. I think I got it for twenty bucks, even though yeah. every other Nintendo game around it sits at sixty bucks, fifty if you're lucky, forty-five on a miracle kind of day. I mean, Pokemon tournaments still sixty dollars if that gives you any indication. So yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing. They the main reason I haven't bought Splatoon two because I rented it and really liked it. Um, and I would love to have it. I, I, I had the strategy guide for it because I got it for a dollar on target clearance. Um, I haven't bought it though because like it's never on sale. So it's always, it's like, I don't want to spend $45 on this game because, well, I guess now I have, on, I, I play online a lot more. So maybe I'd get more out of it, but I don't know anybody else right. who plays Splatoon. So I'd be sort of flying maybe, solo. Maybe um, I'll get so it. Yeah. We'll have to coordinate it. One of the, if, if it maybe I'll get Splatoon well. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely let me know because I've been thinking about picking it up as well. Yeah, maybe there's some so, uh, stream potential there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, as you mentioned, stream. Right. Um, you have some updates for us. I do. the The video before this one, if you watched it, mm-hmm. was a replay of me playing the original Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon. Um, with you know the excitement of the new one coming out i wanted to Mm -hmm. check it out so i did that live on our twitch channel which is brotherly love g1 um i'm gonna be posting those replays um 
but come hang out while I play it. It'll be more fun that way. For sure. Where are you, what are you thinking of that game so far? It's actually really cool. Is it? Okay. It's, it's really cool. Um, I like it more than Castlevania, which is really surprising because I really like Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get like four characters that you switch between like in the, just regular combat. Right. Okay. Um, it's very retro style, but they all do their own little thing, which is super cool. Like they, their movements are different. Um, like there's the main character and then you get a girl first and you know, she has uh, a, a higher jump and she can slide. Um, then there's like this older guy that does spells. And then there's a, a the, I think the, the fourth guy you get is like a vampire and he turns into a bat and you can fly across like long gaps. It's, it's really cool. Really fun. Um, I'm really enjoying it and I'm definitely going to be continuing to play it. So keep an eye out on Twitter. I'll be tweeting out when I go live. Also, right. I probably love G1. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I like the look of that game. Um, You'd really like it. And yeah, it's one of those things, well, especially because like they, the team that made it has experience with Castlevania, you know, but it's, I like the fact that we live in this time now where people are like revisiting like older styles of games and figuring out, okay, how do we, take that format and apply everything we've learned in the 20 years since, you know, to just make the game so much better, you know? Right. So that's really exciting. Um, hopefully the full true bloodstained game that everybody's been waiting for um, lives up to its potential in that way. I'm excited for it now, honestly. Like at first I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> looks like, Looks like a knockoff Castlevania, but right. and then now I'm like, holy crap, this is really fun. So they, they probably did that on purpose because I think that I think the game that you're playing, I think, was originally actually it was made by the same guy. It's made by the same team, but I think it's it, it's like supposed to be like the spiritual like successor. Yeah, like you're saying, it's like the the first Bloodstained game, but technically, I think it was supposed yeah. to be the second, but they just finished it first, so they released it first. But I also think that's yeah. kind of like strategic of them because of the fact that now you're playing it and being like oh well now i actually do want to go check out that other game because this one's so cool you know it's just weird because that one's like very retro style and then uh ritual of the night is going to be all 3d and like super actiony compared to the retro style that this one is right so who knows It, it looks exciting yeah promising stuff okay cool um i think that's probably going to do it for us for today uh, unless you have anything else that you want to talk about real quick throughout the end. No. Okay. No, just just keep an eye out on Twitter. That's where I'll be announcing when we go live on Twitch. Yeah, listen for the streams announcements. We'll be doing more of those. Um, I'm looking to try to figure out how to do some of my stuff so that I can stream Tetris since uh, Spence isn't going to stream Tetris. <laughs> no way. No uh, way. I, don't, I didn't I, even download it. You should try it. Just try it out. Uh, once, no. once I win a game, maybe I'll, I'll upload a play or replay or something. Um, so yeah, so that's going to do it for us this time. Um, follow us on Twitter at Brotherly G1. Um, Brotherly Love G1. Yeah, Brotherly Love G1. The, uh, especially if you want to be able to find that when the streams are happening, because that's where the information will live. Um, until then, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe and like the video. Um, really helps us get an idea of what you guys like to see. Uh, and also, you know, where we talk about what we're playing, but you know, if you want to share in the comments like what you're playing, like that also helps us figure out like, okay, people that are watching, what are they like? What are they playing? What are they into? What do they want to hear about? You know, so that can help us also tool our discussions. You know, 
Um, yeah, exactly. And um, if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please uh, give us a review. Um, that way, Apple will tell everybody that we exist. Uh, like I haven't figured out yet how many people are listening on there. I know it's at least a handful, but like a small handful. So, <laughs> so thank you for listening there. We love you. And I know of one person, but that's that's about yeah. it. Good. Yeah. Good. I like I like the format, so that's why I, I pushed yeah. to have it exist because I like the format. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it. So I'm Alex, and I'm Spence, and that's gonna be it for this time. Thanks everybody for listening and watching, and we'll see you all with the next one. Bye. See ya. Yeah.